Hello. All right. Unmute it, John. Unmute the mic. If you push the button, you will be able to speak. This is Still Sober with John Rabin. It's episode 187. 187 on a motherfucking uh, podcast. Posting on February 2nd, 2022. I'm recording this the day before. So, it's... We're about to have a, uh, a winter storm that's uh, uh, about 2,000 miles long. So that's cool. Uh, uh, mm. Sorry, I'm dealing with uh, a little bit too much vaping. And that's just, uh, that's apparently who I am now. Anyway, yeah, so uh, the storm's coming. Storm's coming. And, uh, uh, and I wanted to mention, and, I, and let me just say hello, everybody. If you're a sober person, hope you're staying sober. If you're not a sober person, hope you're staying sane. Especially if you had to go to the grocery store tonight. Uh, or uh, when you're listening to this, did you, have, did you go to the grocery store on Tuesday after work? Like everybody else in the city. Did you do that? I did. Um, how did you stay sane there? Um, cause man, it's crazy, uh, because it rained here in Austin, Texas. It rained a lot, like, like monsoon-ish, uh, on Monday. So if you were one of those people that buy groceries on Monday, which I don't, I, I usually buy it on Sunday, but I watch the fucking games, uh, NFL, uh, playoffs. AFC, NFC championships. I watched those. So by the time those were over, um, just emotionally drained. Um, so I was like, I'm not buying groceries today. So I'll do it on Monday. It rained all day. I didn't want to go back out in that shit. So, and I think a lot of people didn't want to go back in that shit. So you had a combination of Tuesday night, Tuesday being the first, people getting paid. So it's the first of the month. It's the first day it's not raining cats and dogs. And it's the day before this 2,000-mile-long winter storm hits. So it was batshit crazy at the grocery store. And I just took my time and listened to lo-fi. And I don't know why the pandemic got me into lo-fi it just happened i know i brought i probably i brought it up at least what three four times on this podcast but it did man it just uh, if you don't know what lo-fi is if you go on youtube and you type in um l-o-f-i and then just listen to stuff i don't know i the thing i i listen to this uh the the screen the the picture on the video is is just a coffee shop. So, like, if you typed in lo-fi coffee, you'll find it. And I just listened to that. And the only way I can describe lo-fi is um, if it's a cross between elevator music and Portishead. That's, that's how I would describe lo-fi. That's basically, you know, trip-hop. Uh, on Xanax, I guess, would be. <laughs> it's just a, all right. Yeah. No lyrics, just zoning out 
Let's just go. No big deal. Just chill the fuck out. And uh, and it put me in a good mood. And that's what got me through. And uh, it's not so bad. If you're not in a rush and you don't give a shit, it doesn't matter how crowded the grocery store is. It's fine. If you just go, all right, I'm going to take my time. All right, now that I've got all my items, um, yeah, I'll just get in this lane. Which lane is, is shorter? Which one's moving fast? Who gives a shit? I'm going to get in this lane and I'm going to do my Wordle or whatever the fuck while I'm waiting. By the way, RIP Wordle. Fucking New York Times bought that. So it prepare for it to go away. Well, it was a nice run, you guys. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, it was great. I highly recommend it. I mean, if if it's your thing. If you're annoyed as shit by uh, lo-fi, you probably shouldn't uh, listen to it in stressful situations. It, it might just make it worse. Uh, it's time for an anti-commercial. Uh, the anti-commercial this week is uh, this. This uh, podcast this week is not brought to you by Liquid IV. Now, the thing is, is that I actually use Liquid IV. So while I normally take the uh, typical, like just the, the common uh, basic bitch advertising that you hear on podcasts, I, I just, I'll grab a company and then I'll just uh, talk shit about it as I have with uh, both BetterHelp and uh, Hello Fresh. Uh, uh, so I don't really know what the... You know, the only thing I can say about liquid IV, but which, by the way, works for hydration to avoid like leg cramping and like to, you know, keep yourself from dehydrating a little bit. And, and the after liquid IV is shit. Uh, so I guess what I can say, here's what I here's the negative. I have to be consistent. So here's the negative thing about liquid IV, liquid IV. It's expensive as shit. What's the deal? Seriously. Why is it so expensive, you guys? I mean, I appreciate it. I appreciate that it's a good product, but fuck, man. It, why is powder that expensive? It's, there's no, I've looked on the, it's, it's not like you're, you're adding a bunch of things that cost a lot. So, yeah, it works, but expect to pay through the ass. Fuck, liquid IV. Jesus. That should be the slogan. Fuck, Liquid IV. Jesus. All right. What did I want to talk about? I'll tell you what I wanted to talk about, really. Uh, I wanted to bring up uh, what I... I, like, mentioned it in passing last week, and um, there was something I wanted to focus on from that. What was the exact quote? One second. Okay, yeah. Oh, so what I, uh, the thing I said last week was about how different things like motivations and different like strategies and um, like everything's a trick is what I said. Like it, like why, uh, like the whole power, powerlessness thing in, in AA or um, Zen Cohen's. All right. So like in Zen, uh, 
you hear about these Zen masters, and they basically it sounds like they're telling jokes um, that are that haven't that are only half written. Like you're like, okay, now what's the punchline? And they're like, there is no punchline. It's it's there to make you think, and it's really annoying, and it sounds real pretentious, and it makes the uh, Zen master sound a lot more uh, wise than he probably is. It's 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 mainly. He's just sitting there, just fucking with his uh, his students to uh, to get them to think outside their situation and break out of whatever mindset. And it's like, oh, I found enlightenment because now I I'm thinking about this in a different way or whatever the fuck. It's all a trick, and I wanted to focus more on that. And as because that's that's the whole thing about like self help gurus. And uh, different people with their different, uh, you know, their different programs and their different slogans and how everybody's got this angle. And and they're all like, you know, when you boil them all down, they're all the fucking same. But they're all like a different like, oh, it's a new way to and, you know, and, and some people get a lot out of it. And others, you know, like, well, I tried it and it was bullshit. It's because it's all a trick. And and while some are malicious some are tricks, you know, just to, and you can tell because if at any point while they're trying to help you, as I do air quotes with my fingers, that you can't see, but I, I think you can hear in the voice. When they try to help you, if they keep bringing up a book that they've written that you need to read, <clears throat> or they keep bringing up some kind of program that you should enroll in, or, um, you know, if you're in, if you get on the next level on the Patreon, uh, that's, that's, that's along the lines of, uh, oh, you're just a, you're a goddamn carpetbagger. It's, it's, they're just, you know, it's, it's a grift. They're, they're just trying to make money. Or, you know, they t- took a thing that was kind of cool and they're like, oh, let's see if I can capitalize. Make that money, I guess, but... Uh, at some point, uh, you just you're coming off like a vulture. But regardless, whether well-intentioned or not well-intentioned, if it works on you, it works on you. Because, but it's all a trick. The whole point is to make you veer off the path that you're on in uh, self-destructive behavior or self-defeating behavior or uh, the same patterns, you go through the same cycles and allows you to get out of that and look at something differently and maybe, you know, it sparks a change and does something better and then you're like, that guy's a genius, I guess. It just, it, whatever it is that makes you veer off your habitual pattern the way you do things. So it can be anything, which is why religion works for some people, but other people are like, um, oh, this is like a cult. I don't know. It's is it a cult? I don't. Is there a leader? Is he trying to fuck your wife? Then that's a cult. Yeah. Anytime that there's a hey, and now uh, you know, let me sleep with your partner. That, uh, that you, at that point you kind of go, hey, you know what? This may be a cult. But beyond that, it's uh, it's about changing uh, your perspective or using something that helps you change 
uh, and veer off the, the, the path that you're on because that's what, that's what you're wanting to do, right? And I wanted to give you an example that I brought up several times, but, that's, but just as proof what I mean by it's, just, it's all a trick. So, so like even knowing that it's, it's all a trick, if you can get something that you can buy into – it's the best way to go. The problem is, is that if you think, like I said, with AA, why, why AA didn't work for me is because I thought it was too smart for it because I fig, quote unquote figured it out. Um, but it just, I couldn't buy into something that I thought that I figured out that I, you know, I know what they're doing. I get it. I get what they're doing. But at that point, it's not going to work for you because I'm not buying into it. So I ended up on top of everything, like I, I did the work, you know, after, you know, with, with rehab and with treatment, um, with, um, what was it? It was uh, REBT, which is like um, cognitive behavioral therapy. It's the same, you know, same family. Um, so with a combination of that and, you know, in rehab, we, we did the steps and the, the second time around, like when I had to go to the uh, Travis County um, rehabilitative program for five months, Jesus, um, you know, I, I, I didn't do the 12 step thing. But uh, what I did is I incorporated philosophy from the movie Fight Club and the book. It's like actual because all of it like has has lots of uh, Buddhist and Taoist type philosophy in there. And there's different like aspects of it that's actually kind of beneficial. It doesn't matter that it was a satire. It doesn't matter um, that certain people get, you know, that Fight Club represents different things to different people. Which, side note, I have a, a Fight Club mask that I wear. Um, which I think gives a really good first impression to people like in a, you know, in public, they're like, Oh, I know what kind of guy that is. <laughs> and that's intentional, but, um, cause I don't care, but where was I? Oh yes. So as long as you follow the different concepts, so I would follow the different concepts from like, you know, from the movie, from the book. Up to a certain point, there's a there's a there's a point in the movie um, where it goes from changing yourself to now let's get into an organization that uh, affects change in society. Now, at that point, <laughs> that's when you got to go and scene. The stuff before is the stuff that I focused on. The whole, you know. Uh, this is your life it's any one moment at a time all that stuff like just the, the whole uh, this is your pain moment in the movie if you've never seen the movie eh, just kind of nod and go okay sure why not uh, just you know not escaping reality like unless you you know you have to realize that one day you will die and then you can actually live kind of a deal all this all this stuff anyway it's just lines in a movie Stuff that based, like I said, based has some aspects that were pulled from Taoism, Buddhism. And it's just, there's, but it's just 
a trick that I did to myself because I liked the movie so much that if I could use the, the book as a Bible kind of thing, as an AA book, as the big book, but my big book was a copy of Fight Club by Chuck Palahniuk with highlighted lines in there. Like, I, I went all out. It was, it's, it's ridiculous. It sounds insane. It's like, why the fuck would you do... It's like, it's like making a, you know, a, a novel by Dan Brown be your fucking... <laughs> the Da Vinci Code is my Bible. You know, that's, that's just insane. And it means that you're in prison because that's the only people that read Dan Brown are people in jail and people stuck at the airport. Um... So, but it worked for me because I was so into it that even though I knew it was kind of bullshit, it was fun, but it gave me something to dive into along with different uh, like Zen uh, philosophy stuff in addition to the um, cognitive behavioral therapy uh stuff and changing my behaviors and the different other concepts that come uh in recovery but it gave me something to to fixate on and something to buy into even you know and and it worked for me it probably won't work for anyone but for example you could really buy into the philosophy of Chevy Chase's character in Caddyshack. You know, when he's telling, he's saying, be the ball, Danny. You know, no, 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 all that shit. You could take everything that he said, you know, is a, uh, as, as philosophy and, and live by that and just go, yeah, you know what? I will be the ball. Oh, what was that one quote? Oh, yeah. For me, you know, he says he had a quote. Uh, for me, there's a subtle perfection in everything I do. I've got my own standards, my own way. My uncle says you've got a screw loose. Oh, yeah. Well, your uncle molests collies. Like you could take that. Uh, thank you very little. Um, um what does he say? Don't be obsessed with your desires, Danny. The Zen philosopher Basho run, once wrote, a flute with no holes is not a flute. And a donut with no hole is Danish. Na 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 So all of that you could take and make a philosophy for yourself. You could actually make it work. Ironically. Ironically, you could make it work for yourself to motivate yourself to stay sober. Which and it's ironic because all of these words, as it, in addition to the entire script of uh, Caddyshack, was written by a guy super super high on cocaine. So that would be an, a, a great irony, um, a weird circle of life type thing. Uh, but that's what I mean. It's just a matter of you can't just it's not just abstaining from something or it's not just uh, I'm just going to do this new habit like it it has to do with uh, really buying into something 
when it comes to recovery or not even just recovery, like with change with anything that you're doing, you just got to, you got to buy into a thing. Um, you got to, you've got to believe that it will work. Um, because it is all in your head. That's, I just wanted to revisit that. That's really, I think I said that last week, but I had to re just reiterate it because it's, uh, that's that's where why I've gotten as far as I've gotten today because I convinced myself, hey, you know, it'd be cool is if I used Fight Club instead of uh, uh, the AA Big Book since I'm not doing AA shit. Yeah, that would be cool. You know, who says I can't do it? A little bit of spite in there. I threw a little bit of spite in there, and you know what? It's worked, and it's still working. Allegedly, and also. I mean, that's the, what am I getting at? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a mental state. Yeah. So can buying into something changes your, changes your mental state. And then there's, there's something about being in the right state of mind when you're wanting to accomplish thing, uh, something. And uh, there's, there was an example today because also what happened today is Tom Brady uh, officially announced he was walking away from football, uh, from playing, at least. And some would say, oh, so Tom Brady officially retired from football today. The thing about it, you know, the, the greatest of all time. But the thing about it is, is that that's what everybody's saying is that he retired today. Except that, in his announcement, which he definitely intentionally worded all the way out, he wrote all this 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 out that you can see on his Instagram, his social media, his brands. Um, he doesn't use the word retire. He doesn't say he's retiring because it's a mental state. That's what kind of guy this 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 guy is. He's a he's a driven guy and he's motivated. He's going to keep doing stuff. He's not retiring from football because he got too old or because of anything else. Father time didn't beat him. He's just step he's done. He's like, "And I'm done playing." He's leaving on his own terms and he's wording it because it's a state of mind that he's like, "I'm retiring." He's not. I'm just not going to play anymore. And it's uh, intentionally worded that way so that he can keep mo motivating, uh, moving forward and uh, doing whatever he's doing uh, with his all his brands and his uh, whatever. And uh, and I'm sure he'll do great because he's fucking Tom Brady. But uh, but it was a good example. I, I really like that idea when I was like, he yeah, he's he'll never say that he retired. Because it's like uh there's almost some something that's uh, like a defeat in it, right? And I like that idea. I like that idea of going, you know what? I'm not going to say that shit. I know what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. I'm going to speak into existence what I'm going to do kind of a deal. So um, it's I find it inspiring. God damn it. Um, you know what? And, and that's all I've got this week on this episode. That's all I've got. Everybody... Uh, Everybody in the radius of the 2,000-mile-long uh, uh, winter storm, uh, hang in there this week. 
Um, at least it's not last year. It'll be all right. Just, uh, you know, be safe. And we'll see you next week. This has been Still Sober with uh, John Raven. Um, email me at stillsoberpod at gmail.com. See you later. <laughs>